You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, hello, everybody, and it is so great to have everybody on board here on Listen Up. As uh, it's a big day for me, and I'm really happy to be able to talk to you uh, about why I decided to file a lawsuit against uh, Bonneville International, who owns uh, KHTK Radio in Sacramento. Uh, I also want to talk about the Kings game last night in Portland uh, and anything else going on uh, in sports. But for those of you that may be joining for the first time, Welcome. It's great to have you here on Listen App, and it's very simple to get on with me. Now, you see the hand icon at the bottom of your phone or whatever device you're using, and all you got to do is hit that. You hit the palm, raise your hand, and I will put you in queue, and then you will be right on with me, and you can ask me anything you want as it pertains to my lawsuit or uh, the Kings game last night. I told you when I did this show on Tuesday that I thought the Kings would beat Portland. Uh, I think the Kings match up very well with the Blazers. And I know there are a lot of people critical of Luke Walton at the end of the game last night. I don't understand that. And listen, I get fans want to talk about the game, and I, I, I get that. I do the same thing. But wins have been few and far between, especially road wins. Cherish what you have. And that was a really good start for Sacramento. And now they come home to take on Utah uh, tomorrow. So we're going to talk about that as well. All right. So I want to get to my lawsuit, which uh, was filed today. And I have been pretty open about what happened to me last June, two Junes ago. And all lives matter, every single one to me. And I think most people, it's not a fireable offense. I'll, I'll ask the question this way. Would you go talk to a group of people or your family members or your friends and say, I don't believe all lives matter? Could you ever see yourself making that comment? Do you ever see yourself at a party or talking to strangers if you get on the topic? Would you ever tell someone that you don't believe that all lives matter? Would you, is that something that you would say? All lives matter. Every single one. Every single one in capital letters. What does that mean? It means you, and it means me, and it means your neighbor, and it means the person in the next county, in the next state. And it doesn't matter your ethnicity. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. It doesn't matter your religion. All lives matter. Every single one. Do you not believe that? 
Is there anybody that's listening right now on Listen app that doesn't believe that all lives matter? All lives matter. Every single one. And I was fired for that. Not only was I fired by Bonneville International, they put out a damaging statement about me. I'll tell you what I'd like everyone to do either now, but don't don't stop listening to me. But I would like you to do this for me. At some point in the next hour, I would like you to Google Bonneville International Leadership. All right. I want you to Google Bonneville International and then click on where it says leadership. All right. And I want you to look at the photos of all of the people that work in a leadership capacity for Bonneville International. That's what I would like you to do. None of you going to say anything. I want you to do that for me. All right. Just Google Bonneville International. Click on Bonneville International and then click on where it says leadership. That would mean a lot to me if you would do that. And then after you do that, ask yourself the question that needs to be asked. I'm not going to tell you what the question is. You'll be able to figure it out. So after I lost my job, after I was fired, by Bonneville International on June 2nd. Uh, it was a really difficult summer for me. And I took some time to regroup, to deal with what had happened to me, which was not easy. After all, I had been doing the radio show in Sacramento for 26 years. I had gotten to a point where I was asked to be a regular fill-in on Jim Rome's show, which was quite an honor for me. They used to call me all the time to fly to Los Angeles or Orange County and fill in for Jim. I had a great platform there. I was the TV announcer for the Sacramento Kings for 32 years, had won two Emmys, started a foundation in the early 2000s with a guy named Joe Namath, not the quarterback. Joe and I started the Future Foundation. And it was probably the most rewarding, proud thing that I've done in my life. Putting over 100 at-need, underprivileged students through college, many of whom were minorities, black, Hispanic, many Asians also, we put through college. And I had an annual golf tournament to raise the money. Matt Barnes, who went on social media and said that I was a closet racist, played in my golf tournament, spent over $7,000 at the auction. Matt Barnes, who called me a closet racist on social media, was on my radio show every week the last time he played in Sacramento. So I'll ask you, would you go on someone's radio show if you thought they were racist? Would you play in someone's golf tournament if you thought they were racist? Would you spend over $7,000 at that racist event? Would you do that? Is that something you would do? Or was it just like, okay, you know what? Our country saw a horrible murder on videotape by a police officer named Derek Chauvin taking the life 
of a man named George Floyd. We all saw it. I believe that all of us, okay, at least the rational people, the people that have a brain in their head, knew when they saw that 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 was murder. And what happened in this country? What happened in Minneapolis? Police stations were burnt down. There was looting. There was rioting. And then that happened all over this country. And I really believe that I was an easy target. Let's get Grant. Because I know for, I don't know for a fact, but I believe that those close to me with the organization and Chris Weber, who also was on my radio show with the Chris Weber show for years. And again, I've talked about the last conversation I ever had with Chris on the radio show. You can go to YouTube if you want to listen and watch. Just Google Chris Weber responds to Grant Napier. You can just listen to the entire conversation. It's the last time I ever talked to Chris. And Chris was wrong. He was wrong. TNT was wrong. It was an an embarrassment for TNT to get the story of the new arena wrong and ridiculed Mayor Kevin Johnson live on TNT. He got it wrong. And he came on my radio show the next day, and he knew why he was coming on because I made sure my producer told him why he was coming on. And Chris has never done anything wrong in his life. Chris has never said he's sorry. He's not able to do that. And Chris held that against me and still holds that against me, that conversation, because I had the balls to call him out for being wrong on such an important day in the history of the city of Sacramento. The city council meeting was on Tuesday that week. TNT was in on Thursday. Cheryl Miller interviewed Mayor Kevin Johnson during the game. She had it wrong. Kevin corrected her on the air. They threw it back to the table. And Reggie Miller said, once a politician, always a politician. And Chris, who's got his jersey hanging up in the rafters, continued on with the narrative that was incorrect. They got the story wrong. And I had him on my radio show the next day to ask him about it, and he turned it on me as if it were my fault that he got the story wrong. It wasn't my fault. I had nothing to do with it. Matt Barnes on Twitter, moments after I said all lives matter, every single one, not surprising from a closet racist. I'm a closet racist or Matt, were you upset that I called you and DeMarcus Cousins out for putting the Instagram video of you and DeMarcus with Hennessy in the locker room in Philadelphia when the game was postponed because of moisture on the floor? Or, Matt, were you upset that I called you out and came down hard on you for your brawl in the New York City nightclub in which you were arrested for and allegedly sucker-punching a guy and choking a woman? Could have that possibly upset you? Was that why you called me a closet racist? Because you were setting me up with Chris and DeMarcus? Or is that just a coincidence that within five minutes of putting out All Lives Matter, every single one, I'm getting attacked with racially, racial accusations because I put All Lives Matter every single one. Have you ever thought about that? Has anybody had the balls to ask Matt Barnes 
why he said that or Chris Weber, or are people just too afraid to ask Chris a tough question? It's not hard. Hey, Chris, what did you mean when you put out on social media that you told the Kings about Grant? What was it that you said, Chris, about me? Why don't we just, you know, depose everyone? We can get to the truth. It's really simple. Or you can lie, Chris, like you did before. You've already been found guilty of perjury to a grand jury, so I guess you could lie again. But I would hope that you're grown and more mature now and being a father, that maybe you wouldn't lie under oath. But I can't speak for Chris. So I'm filing my lawsuit because I know I was wrong. I didn't say anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Think about that. My career ended because of six words, all lives matter, and in capital letters, every single one. Are we really living in a country? Think about this. Are we living in a country where there is an individual that honestly believes that those six words are racist? Seriously, all lives matter Every single one is deemed racist by Bonneville International, owned by the Church of Latter-day Saints in Salt Lake City. Go at their leadership page. Do it for me, please. Bonneville International, click on their leadership page. Would you do that for me, please? And then let me know what you see. If you want to come on and ask me a question today, All you need to do is hit the hand icon, and I will get you on. But this is something I wanted to talk about today, and this is a great platform to do it. Let's get to some of the audience. Jay, you'll start us off here on a Thursday in Sacramento. Hi, Jay. Hey, Grant. Well, awesome uh, monologue to get things started. It's it's so great to hear from you, and and I definitely want to get to a couple of sports things. But first, first things first. Kudos to you for standing up. It, it, it would be so easy just to, to walk away from all of this and, and let it be in the past. And to have the balls to do what you're doing is awesome. And, it, and um, y- you have to lead by example to further, for change to occur. And you're going to be the one who has to walk on the hot coals and, and take the heat. But at, at the end of the day, the you're right. You're 100% right. And it it really is bothersome um, for the the ignorant trolls that are just jumping on the on the bandwagon of the of the made up garbage that is out there for the folks not speaking out that know the difference between right and wrong. And, uh, you know, and there's and then there's a whole handful of folks that are confusing not being necessarily a fan uh, and accepting the the bogus racist remarks and 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 your your coming out with these statements and reminding everybody of what happened back on those on that fateful day and uh, the way you addressed it in some of your early podcasts, folks need to go back and listen to it. And prior, prior to coming onto this show, and I, I'd actually Googled the Bonneville folks. And so I'm not, there's no spoiler alert coming, but I, but you are hundred percent right. Everybody needs to go look at that 
and they'll understand exactly why you're suggesting uh, that they take a peek at that. So uh, Thank kudos you. I to you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, yeah, I'm doing, you know what, I, you know, uh, anyone that's listened to my podcast, and I know you have, I've always tried to stress what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And I say, don't turn your head. And I'm not turning my head here because what happened to me is wrong, but I'm going to let a court, okay, I want a jury to tell the world that what happened to me is wrong. I want a jury trial. I want 12 jurors to hear my case, and I want them to decide what the fate of my lawsuit should be. A hundred percent. And and if anybody is actually, if anybody's even questioning that, you know, oh, well, this is spin after the fact, all they need to do is go back and listen to uh, your show prior to that tweet, the week prior to that tweet, a monologue that you did on this subject is crystal clear and is in com is completely consistent with everything you said after the tweet. And um, I, I hope I hope that is available for general public consumption because you were crystal clear in your communication on what you saw or what we all saw on on TV, and um, you laid it out perfectly. Uh, days prior to All Lives Matter, every single one. Hey, I, I, I did that because that's that's all I know. I don't know anything else. That's how I was raised. It's how my church and the seven principles. And, you know, listen, anyone that's listened to me for decades in Sacramento knows two things. I didn't talk about politics. I didn't talk about religion because that's not what sports is about. And I know that sports and politics have intertwined and I hate that, but I try to stay away from that. And I don't, I didn't talk about, you know, religion, but, you know, the number one principle of my religion and I was my middle name was named after the reverend at the church that my father and mother belonged to uh, Donald Harrington the reverend dr. Donald Harrington my middle name is Harrington again the the reverend at the church that was in New York City the Unitarian Universalist Church the, the first principle and the one that I have always always and will until I take my last breath is the inherent the inherent worth and dignity of every person. It doesn't say the inherent worth and dignity of white people or black people. No, it says the inherent dignity and, uh, or the, excuse me, the inherent worth and dignity of every person. That's how I was raised. That's how I live my life. And, and listen, my, my family knows how I live my life. My friends know how I live my life. The, the vast, vast majority of Sacramento Kings players and coaches and people that I've been around, they know how I live my life. I have no problem putting my head on the pillow at night. I never have. And I'm not going to over this. And I hope that I prevail in this case because what happened to me is just wrong. There's no other way to say it. What happened to me, Bonneville International panicked. They made a mistake. They should have never fired me. And I want justice. Yeah, well, kudos, kudos. All right, a couple quick sports yep. questions. All right, so last night's Kings game, you know, uh, Harrison Barnes obviously was the was the huge difference maker, and I, I've been really struggling on trying to figure out where where this team is going to end up this year, um, because we'll we'll get uh, we'll see like what we saw last night, and we, I want to see some consistency with that. But um, uh, what are your thoughts on um, you know based on how the roster is right now? With the full you. I'm going to give you a spoiler, okay? I'm going to give you a little tease here. I'm going to save your answer, 
my answer to your question for tomorrow because you want to know what? I have Jerry Reynolds coming on my podcast tomorrow, and we talk about all of this. All right. Okay. Awesome. And, and, and Jerry breaks down the entire team. We go over pretty much the entire roster. I'll just give you a quick summation because I don't want to spoil the podcast. Jerry thinks the big difference between right now and last year, he thinks the bench is much better this year than it was last. So I will, I'll, again, I got a big podcast coming up tomorrow with Jerry and we talk about all of this. I hope you can listen to it. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. All right. Quick football question. To tonight's game uh, with with the Broncos and the Browns. Yep. Um, with with you know, I, I understand Mayfield's going to play, and it's his non-throwing is non-throwing. No, he's not, he's, I heard he's not going to play. Oh, he's not going to play. Okay. No, he's not well, going to play. So with 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 Mayfield being out, uh, do you think that um, the Broncos will? Because I think Chubb is uh, Chubb's out too, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. But I think Denver, after a really good start, has kind of come back down to earth. I was very disappointed. When I mean disappointed, I'm not a fan. I was disappointed by how thoroughly they got beat by the Raiders on Sunday. Now a short week. Here's the other deal. Cleveland has to absolutely win this game because Baltimore is off to the races with only one loss. If Cleveland, If Cleveland does not win this game, they're going to have a difficult time making the playoffs. So I think the Browns will figure out a way to win this game. Excellent. All right, Grant. Thank you. Hey, thank you. You have a great rest of the day. Thank you. Really good way to start this off. Hey, if you want to get on just like Jay, just hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and I will put you right on. So as I move forward with this lawsuit, uh, you know what's nice about Listen App? is that you're going to hear a lot of things about me. And why don't you just ask me whenever you have a question? Because I'm going to give you the honest answer. I'm always going to answer you truthfully. So if you see something and you want further clarification, you come on Listen App. I'm on pretty much every day. You, you hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and you can just ask me. And if I, for some reason, can't answer a question, I will tell you I can't answer that question. But it won't be because I don't want to answer the question, okay? I will be very brutally honest with you, all right? So I want you to understand that. You can ask me anything you want about this lawsuit. But like Jay did, I want you to go online. I want you to Google Bonneville International, and then I want you to click on the leadership page, okay? And I'm not even gonna say anything. I, I just want you to look at it. And then you make your own judgment and you make your own opinion about how messed up this entire situation is, all right? Th that I'm racist, really? After living my entire life a certain way, and if my dad were alive, he'd be really proud of me right now. He would be so proud. And my dad would, who was a civil rights activist, my dad in the March on Washington in 63 got nearly 15 busloads of people from New York City to go to D.C. The Dr. Donald Harrington, right? The Reverend Donald Harrington, Google him, civil rights activist, the reverend at our church, who I was named after, my middle name. That's how I was raised, 
My brother, I've shared this story, double major, Union College, New York, 4.0 student in math and economics, could have gone and made millions of dollars working for companies across the country. He ended up teaching math at Freeport High School on Long Island. 90% of the kids in Freeport are either Hispanic or black. My brother used to tell me every day, 30 students in class at the beginning of the year. And he would say it was unbelievable. And we used to talk about this. He said, I would have 10 students that I would have no issues about at all. Knew they were going to do great. He said, I have 10 students that were kind of on the fence. And then I had 10 other students where I knew that no matter how hard I tried, it was going to end up in failure because they had no support system at all at home. They didn't care. They didn't want to be in school. They didn't want to pay attention. They weren't going to do any work. They had no guidance. And he said it broke his heart every year. And he said his real challenge every year was to take the 10 students who had a chance, who were on the fence, that just maybe, just maybe he could get them on the right path. That's what he did every single year for nearly 35 years as a math teacher. Again, why did that happen? Well, it happened because of the way we were raised. That's how we live our life. My dad, civil rights activist. My dad used to be the head of Men Against Domestic Violence on Long Island. I was doing a game in New York, the Knicks, and my dad obviously would always come in and we'd always go out to eat, to lunch. Then we'd go to the game. And if I didn't have to fly out after, we'd go to dinner after the game. And my dad calls me and said, I'm, I'm going to have to meet you at the game. He goes, I'm at the prison. I go, what do you mean you're at the prison? And he goes, I'll tell you when I see you. So my dad, again, the head of Men Against Domestic Violence. You know what my, you know what my dad was doing? He had become friendly visiting a woman, okay, of color in prison with a life sentence because she took the life of her husband. Why did she do that? Because she was a victim repeatedly of domestic violence and had nowhere to go, no one to help her. And so instead of being beaten all the time, she decided to take the life of her husband. My dad didn't know this individual, found out about her, started visiting her in prison because she had nobody, nobody that was going to come visit her. Again, that's my father. Passed on to me and my brother, and that's how we live our life. So this lawsuit is not only about me, it's about my family, okay? It's about how we live our life. When I met my wife, okay, from Dallas, Texas, talking to me about the church that she and her parents went to, which was predominantly a black church in Dallas, Texas, all right? Like, we had the same values. We have the same values. We don't give a damn whether you are white or you're black. We don't care about your sexuality. We don't care what your religion is. Here's what we care about. You're either a good person or you're not. That's how we judge people. 
We don't judge people based on the color of their skin. We don't judge people based on anything else. Never have, never will. Are there black people I don't like? Hell yes. Are there Hispanic people I don't like? Hell yes. Are there white people I don't like? Hell yes. I can go on and on. But when I'm a sportscaster and I'm calling out Matt Barnes, okay, for getting in a brawl in a New York City nightclub with DeMarcus Cousins on the sidewalk in front of the club, not being aware that a camera phone is recording him and he's bragging about what just happened in the club and what Matt did. And I have a radio show at three in the afternoon the next day. You think I'm going to ignore that story? Or do you think I'm going to come out and say, you know what? The Sacramento Kings, two of their players, and to DeMarcus's credit, he had nothing to do with that brawl. So I didn't come down on DeMarcus, and I, I said so. It was Matt Barnes. How many times has Matt Barnes been arrested in his life? Look at Matt Barnes' arrest record. Look at his issues with domestic violence. So I'm on the air the next day at 3 o'clock talking about the brawl in the nightclub and what an embarrassment it is for the Sacramento Kings franchise. And don't you think that maybe that's Matt's way of retaliating me? Take the easy way out. Oh, yeah, Grant's a closet racist. Yeah, I'm a closet racist. Thanks for coming on my radio show every week. Thanks for playing in my golf tournament. And thanks for paying at the auction over $7,000 to help out our students. Yep, but I'm a closet racist. But yet you're going to come on my radio show every day. Or excuse me, every week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Philip, do me a favor. Hit your mic, uh, left-hand corner, and you hit that little microphone icon. It will turn green, and then I'll be able to uh, hear you. All right? And if you want to get on the program today, hit that hand icon, raise your hand, and we will get you on. And if you want to uh, talk about the game last night or anything else in sports, I'm very happy to do that as well. Philip, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you back in the audience. Raise your hand again, and when you want to come on, hit that little microphone on the left side of your device. It will turn green, and we'll put you on. All right? Again, if you want to come on, you can ask me anything about the lawsuit or the Kings or anything else. Uh, I would love to be able to uh, talk to you. Again, I've got nothing to hide. I think I've shared most of these stories on previous podcasts. I have no issues. I've talked to you uh, about some of the people that I've met and some of the conversations I've had uh, with people in South Florida. I'm currently in Sacramento and happy to be here. I always love coming back. Uh, the people in this community are so freaking amazing and so loyal. And like just reading everyone's messages today, and uh, it, it, it means the world to me. Uh, it really does. You know why it means the world to me? Because you know that I was wronged. And you know what happened to me was a travesty. I mean, it was a travesty, an absolute travesty. And a lot of the people from KHDK know it's a travesty too because they continue to be in touch with me on a regular basis. They know what happened to me was a travesty. They know management at KHDK, I believe, knows what happened to me was a travesty. I believe that in my heart. But the world continues to move, and you can either stay down or you can pick yourself up and move forward. And I choose to pick myself up and move forward.
and I'm going to continue to move forward and stay positive. Al, you're on with Grant Napier. Go ahead, Al. Hey, Grant. Well, what a day. I heard, I saw your, your message. I got big news, and it's kind of I've been listening to you since you came back, and I've been, you know, I've been listening to you forever before the firing. We've talked a lot, but I had a feeling it was a. We're, I've been waiting for this to happen because we've talked about. I'm 63, and I never, I don't understand all lives matter and how it's a racist, and we've talked about that, and you know, so so I'm just pulling for you, buddy, man. Um, Thank you. Well, I appreciate you know, your support. I'll tell you this: if it's racist, you know, um, we I talked about George Floyd when Derek Chauvin was sentenced. Uh, excuse me, when he was convicted for murder, George Floyd's brother came out in front of the courthouse and had a press conference, and he said, "Do Black Lives Matter?" Yes, but he said, "All lives matter." That was George Floyd's brother said, "Do Black yeah. Lives Matter?" Yes, but then he said. All lives matter. LeBron James in 2016 at a press conference talking about police brutality and talked about, he said, but all lives matter. That was LeBron James in 2016. Now, all of a sudden, in June of 2021 or May 31st of 2021, saying all lives matter, every single one all of a sudden is racist. What kind of world are we living in? You know, I, I just couldn't make any sense out of it. We've talked and you said, oh, no, it's not racist. And then I've got some Hispanic nephews. And if anything, they said, well, maybe it's, it's, you know, trying to educate me. I'm 63. I'm hard, you know, and they're saying, well, it's not racist, but maybe it's like insensitive, but it's not racist. You know, that's not even close. But I have a question also, like if they offer a, an out-of-court settlement, is that something you would agree to? or do You, you want know, to it's uh, something I would have to, and I appreciate that question. It's something that I would sit down with, with my attorney, and uh, we would talk about it. Again, the suit has just been filed in the last few hours, so, you know, I don't want to put the cart ahead of the horse. Um, you know, I'm going to go on the advice of my attorney, who I've hired. Uh, I think he's very good yeah. at what he does. And so, uh, hey, listen, Al, great hearing from you. Thank you very much. You enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Yeah, I, I, I know it's a, it's private, but take care, man. Best of luck Thank to you. you. Thank you. I told you I would answer any question. I don't mind answering that question. I will uh, go on the advice of my attorney. And, you know, we'll move forward. I, I, don't, I don't know. This is all new. So uh, I just appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate everyone's support. And just looking at a lot of the comments today, I have the support of a lot of people, most people, because most people understand, regardless of what side of the political aisle you're on, and to me, this doesn't have anything to do with politics, but unfortunately, people base a lot of things on their political agenda. Uh, but I'm grateful for the support that I've seen today and the comments that I've received. And I will continue uh, to live my life uh, the way I have. And I'm proud about that. Uh, I'm proud of the way I live my life. So, you know, again, if you want to come on like Philip, uh, you can just do so. Philip, you're on with Grant Napier. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, Grant. Um, I just wanted to let you know, I've been a fan of yours for almost 30 years now. And the last time I uh, called you was on the radio about 25 years ago. Uh, I was just a teenager then. And uh, so I've been listening to you my whole life and uh, just want to let you know, I'm a really big fan. And, Thank you. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm just really disappointed in the King's ownership. And I understand KHTK fired you, but it's you know my understanding is that you quit your position with the Kings. I resigned from I the Sacramento just, Kings. And and my question is why why wouldn't you stay and fight with that one? 
Uh, I'm not allowed. To, I'm not. I'm not uh, at liberty to talk about my situation with the Sacramento Kings, so I can't. But I will. I, I'll be happy to answer any other questions you have. Um, I will just. I will answer uh, your question as openly and as honestly as I can, without saying anything that I'm. I'm not allowed to. Just use your common sense. I'll. I'll. I'll just put it to you that way. Uh, my lawsuit has nothing to do with the Sacramento Kings. It's firmly 100% against Bonneville International. Are you there? All right. I think Philip's back in the audience. Philip, thank you very much for your call. Uh, if you want to come on and ask me a question, all you have to do is raise your hand. I also want you to do me a favor. I want you to uh, pass the word along to your friends and let them know that I'm doing this show every afternoon unless I'm traveling. All right. So get the word out because I want this show to be the number one show in Sacramento, just like I used to be. And if we all get together, we're going to make this happen. And I'll go more than 30 to 45 minutes every day. All right. We build this up and we start talking about what's going on the court and on the field and other issues like we're talking about today. Then I'm all for that. I'm all good. I love this app. You know, I've got the audio issues, I think, straightened out. We've got a couple of other things that the app, as it progresses, because this is a new app, and they're progressing, and they're coming up with a lot of new things, which I'm very excited about, that I will be able to share with you in the very near future. If you are a Sacramento Kings fan or an NBA fan, tomorrow on my podcast, I have Jerry Reynolds on. We break down the Kings. We break down the NBA. That is going to be coming on tomorrow if you don't like that, all right? Your phone calls... Your calls, your interaction with me is why I'm on Listen App. And all you need to do is hit that hand icon, raise your hand, and I will get you right on. Again, I really appreciate everyone listening today. This is a big day for me. I think it's a big day for what's right. This is a really big day. And I want you to spread the word. All right? I want you to tell your friends. I want you to get on social media. I want you to pass the word along. I want you to think about what we're talking about today. I want you to go and Google Bonneville International and click on their leadership. All right? And then tell me what you think of what you see. And tell me how you think that impacts what happened to me. Because they fired me. They fired me. Because I put on social media, all lives matter, every single one. They fired me. And then they put out a statement that basically deem me as a racist. So Bonneville International doesn't believe all lives matter? Every single one? They don't believe that? I believe that. Do you believe all lives matter, every single one? If you don't believe that, would you say that publicly? Would you get together on Thanksgiving with your family or your friends? And say, hey, I'm very thankful to be here, but I just want everyone to know I don't believe all lives matter, every single one. Would you say that? What do you think the reaction would be if you said that? Right? If you took a poll and you said, raise your hand if you think all lives matter, every single one. How many hands do you think would go up in the air? I would hope all of them. If you asked a question, do you think all lives matter, every single one is racist? Raise your hands. I don't think you'd see a lot of hands in the air. I would hope you don't see any hands in the air. You might see one, but that's the world we're living in. 
I would love to be able to talk to somebody that feels all lives matter. Every single one is racist. Matt Barnes obviously does. Uh, Chris Weber obviously does. How come the media in Sacramento doesn't ask Matt or Chris that? I, I just saw that Matt Barnes is doing the Kings pre and post. He's available. I'm sure he'll be at the arena tomorrow. Why doesn't someone have the balls to go up and ask Matt Barnes, do you really think Grant's a closet racist? Seriously, who's going to be the person to ask Matt? And by the way, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I will. NBC Sports California hired Matt Barnes to be part of the Kings broadcast with his record, his arrest record. I mean, really? Like, is that somebody that deserves to get a job broadcasting in the NBA? I didn't make the hire, but I'm asking you. You think Matt Barnes should get a job? Go look at Matt Barnes' arrest record. Go look at all the trouble that Matt Barnes has been in. He gets a job in the NBA on NBC Sports California? Really? Don't you think that's kind of odd? I guess odd is part of the uh, fabric in America these days, right? I guess that is part of the fabric of this country, unfortunately. I'm not going to be a part of that fabric. I'm going to stand up and always do what's right. I'm always going to stand up and talk about what's right. If I see racism, I'm going to speak up on it like I did in Philadelphia a couple of years ago in a story that I've shared often. I'm going to talk and ask questions if I don't understand with my friends of color which I have done and will continue to do. I am going to speak out on anti-Semitic acts and comments. I'm going to speak out on the anti-Asian movement in this country and the crime that is happening to so many Asians unnecessarily. I'm going to speak out up on it. I'm not selective with my noise, not against hate. LeBron James is selective with his noise when it comes to hate. I hear LeBron talking about issues involving race, but I don't ever hear LeBron talking about anti-Semitic acts. I don't hear him talking about Myers Leonard or Deshaun Jackson. I don't see LeBron coming out and condemning the attacks on innocent Asian people in this country, and yet he has over 50 million followers on social media. Imagine the impact that he could make if he was not selective with his noise against hate, as Mitch Album wrote eloquently last summer after Deshaun Jackson's anti-Semitic comments. You can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. Hate is hate. Not only hate against black people, hate against people, period. You can't Be selective with your noise, not against hate. And you know what else you can't do? You can't fire somebody for saying all lives matter, every single one, and deem that person to be racist. That's what I'm fighting for. That's why I filed the lawsuit today. If you want to ask me a question, now is your opportunity. All you have to do is hit the hand icon. And we will put you right on. I will be doing this show again tomorrow, probably at the same time at 4 o'clock. Again, I've got tons of things that I'm doing as I'm back in Sacramento. 
I've got family issues. I obviously am dealing with the uh, uh, incredible amount of media request. Uh, I'm getting ready to do an interview on Fox 40 here in a couple of minutes. I'm doing an interview on uh, CBS 13 and KCRA later. Uh, I am coming on in the morning on News 1530 with Sam Shane and Christina Madonza tomorrow morning. So I'm trying to give as many interviews as I can based on the request that I am receiving. And you are as important as anything on my schedule. That's why I love coming on every day and talking. And if you want to talk about sports, we can do that too. If you want to talk about the Kings last night, yes, we can do that as well. I want to just say again, I appreciate all of you that are on right now listening to me. And I want you to know that if you're listening to me for the first time, this is what you're going to get on a fairly regular basis. We are going to talk predominantly about sports, but we are going to talk about other important issues that need to be discussed. And my lawsuit is out there for you to ask questions whenever you want. And if you see something written about me or said about me and you don't understand it, you come on Listen app here, hit that hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you on, and we will do that. All right? We will do that. Tomorrow, the Kings are at home against the Utah Jazz, trying to go 2-0 and on this young season. Tomorrow is going to be a big-time test for Sacramento. You've got Thursday Night Football tonight with Denver and Cleveland. Uh, tomorrow, we'll break that down. We'll talk about all of that uh, as well. But as I wrap up today, again, my lawsuit is out there. You can read the complaint. I want you to do me a favor again if you've just joined us in the last 10 minutes. I want you to go and Google for me Bonneville International and click on their leadership page. And then I want you to tell me on social media or tomorrow here on Listen App, what struck you when you hit the leadership page? Did anything jump out at you? Is there anything that kind of you found odd in 2021? I would love to know what you think. I would love to know what you think. All right, I am running to a TV interview. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. But I want to thank all of you listening today on Listen App. I will be back tomorrow, probably the same time at 4 o'clock and come at me with your questions all right thank you very much love your support appreciate your support stay safe and thanks very much for listening to me grant napier here on listen judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.